It takes money. Who are you dating? Like an Indian elephant or something? You never know. <laughs> the last white rhino? We have ten people in this house, Nikki. <laughs> Some of us crave death. Oh, uh, clearly. Lime drink, lime drink, lime drink. Yeah, Jeets. She gave me some things. Way Seaboat. Way Seaboat. Heil Hitler. It's in ramblings. Uh, ben. <laughs> yes? I've gathered you you here today because I've got a bone to pick. I always get nervous when you do the cough intro. Like, Why? I don't know, Vicky's settling down to you know, um, get her claws stuck in. <laughs> what, do I cough up my hairball first? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I need a clear throat to um, ream Ben <laughs> yeah. out. I don't want mucus to stop me mid-scream. Exactly. <laughs> so pull yourself together, then unpull yourself together so I can pick a bone out. Consider me equally <laughs> torn and yet yeah, put back together. Great. So there's two things I do before every show. I guess three because one is to show up. Jeez, I don't even know what any of these are. Like, I'm trying to think of Vicky's pre-podcast ritual. You do know it. You lie in the bed. Is that one? No. It's before I get here. On the day of the podcast, I usually make two, nay, three phone calls. Oh, okay. This is a daily ritual, not like a... Yeah, it's throughout the day. Uh, what are the content of those three calls slash texts? I think you're getting at the food situation. Is I that am. What we're talking about. Oh, I am. Yeah. So usually, like around nine a.m., because like I'm hungry, <laughs> and I'm like I, just, I wake. I'm the beast awakens. <laughs> yeah. Within me. So, I make yeah. I make a phone call around nine, and what is that usually? The, what's the content? Well, you like sometimes I call at seven, but you're not awake yet. So I yeah. call back later. You always. Trying to plan the pre-podcast or post-podcast dinner. Right. Which, to my response, is usually, I just woke up. I just had breakfast at best. Yeah. I'm and not you're really like, I haven't even about thought dinner. about lunch yet. Yeah. And I'm like, look, I don't want to promise myself something I'm not getting because we've got to pre-plan dinner so that lunch is not interfered sure. with or vice versa. Because then if you know what you're having for dinner with someone else, you won't run into the issue well, I won't double up. Right, yeah. exactly. And so, what's my second phone call? You asked me if there's anything I need from Foodworks. Indeed. The local, like, Sup- convenience store. Yeah, right. And so... To which I think there's been something I needed twice out of... <laughs> like, I don't know why you insist on that. Just because of the one time that we I had to go back down to Foodworks, you were so incensed. I was. And that's why I'm bringing it up now. So, how many times have I been heckled for two of those three phone calls? If Pretty much every time I make them. No, I just like say I don't need anything. I don't, <laughs> no, you don't. You're like, you don't need to do this again. You insist on asking. But I'll say like, if I ever do need something from Foodworks, I'll let you know. So you said. Well, the one time. <laughs> right. What happened? I thought you would text me because I'm like, right. I, I'm so used to you. Right, I, was, I was like, well, Ben always says no and says he'll tell me if he needs anything. Yeah. So I guess I'll just stop texting. Also, like. It's not like Foodworks is 10 kilometers away. It's yeah. literally downstairs. Like, it could not be closer. It's a six-minute round trip. Mm, that includes in a six the I'm trying to avoid because <laughs> I already have to walk right past it. And then what happened today? Another phone call I get heckled for is that I can't possibly plan dinner at 9 a.m. Phone call. Mm-hmm, that's true. What happened today? So, I texted you a bit later, a more dinner-worthy time. So, I think we have to back up, like, right. two weeks here. Mm-hmm. We, we ordered ramen from Uber Eats. Yeah. Delicious. It was it good. It was so good that the very next week I'm like, Vicky, 
we got to get ramen again. And I was like, what? Yeah, you were taken aback. I was. You're never the double suggestion. up guy. Yeah, but I mean, it just felt right. Okay. And so I'm going to say yesterday, I actually thought about this. I'm like, man, that ramen was so good. I could go ramen <laughs> a third time. Really? Because I thought I would say yesterday as well. Yeah. Damn. I really wish I got that ramen last week. Because I could really go oh, some that's ramen. Right. Yeah, so I ordered the ramen and Vicky, you know, I got sheepish. Sushi. Yeah, she chickened out and ordered sushi ah, salmon like now. a fool. Yeah, I did. I was an idiot. I got the salmon deluxe. Ah, yeah. See, that's what I, f- I was forgetting. Like, if I had to remember yeah. that, because I just remembered me having the ramen and how great it was. <laughs> Why I, am I, I not surprised? I forgot that Vicky was, you know, not making these... Uh, she wasn't following my footsteps. No, I didn't. I, yeah. I got sushi, you got ramen. And then yesterday I was like, damn it, I wish I got ramen. I could really go some ramen. I guess I'll just hold off and have ramen tomorrow. Had burgers last night. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you should have texted me at that point. Right, because you would not have objected to me texting you the day before saying, hey, can we have ramen tomorrow? I think I would have been okay with that because your, <laughs> your question is always like, what are we going to eat? Yeah. But if you just stated my the question, fact. That is always my we, question yeah. at any time of any day. No, I don't doubt it. But if you just stated, hey, we're having ramen, Yeah. prepare thyself. <laughs> I would have been like, all right, I guess we're getting wrong. Gird thy loins. Yeah. So you're saying on Wednesdays, I can text you for Thursday and prepare you. Yeah, assuming I haven't already just had ramen for dinner like that night or something. Well, no, because I'm texting you at like three o'clock on a Wednesday. In fact, I could tell you now what I want next week. I'd probably be okay with that. It's ramen. I want ramen (laughs) next week. week. Okay, Okay, good. Well, bloody prepare yourself. And then probably the week after that. I feel like I want either a burger or like Chinese. <laughs> so you're thinking one like, of those two. To, I need to like lay down, especially like that is laid uh, down. You've to, got two week schedule. Yeah, but it ha- that's you've given options there. Just, There's no way to make. To no, you brought you. this on yourself. How? By saying last time when I suggested the double ramen, mm. you're like, oh, I don't know about this ramen two times in a row. My stars. You threw me my stars. Oh my soul! Yeah. I clutched my pearls. You did. You just threw me. You've never double ordered before. It's the first time you've ever wanted the same thing two weeks running. You never do that. And uh, look how well it turned out. Yeah, terribly. Yeah. And we're both angry. <laughs> What's up, everybody? This is Ben. And this is Vicky. And uh, you've got a very... Incensed. ...episode of Insane Ramblings, episode uh, 159. In case you're wondering, we're just burning incense. Oh. <laughs> yeah. We're not actually that mad. It's just a great sandalwood smell in here. <laughs> <laughs> we had tickets about a month ago... Yeah. ...to Super Duper Kyle, rap artist extraordinaire. Yeah, that didn't work out. It did not. So uh, he was going to perform at the Corner Hotel and then mere weeks before his mm. scheduled performance, he had to cancel. Yeah. And I mean, I got money back and everything, but I wanted to see Kyle perform. Right. Okay. He, he's a rapper. If you, you know, people listening don't know, he, his big money song can't was that experience. I Spy. You probably heard that. Otherwise, I guess we wouldn't exchange money for experiences if money could replace them. We'd just <laughs> stockpile money and sit in our homes. It's true. So what we're trying to say is, well done, Kyle. I just rolled my eyes. It doesn't work on radio. No, not so much. Um, and his excuse was, I've got some new music that I'm working on. That's a bad I excuse. I can't be in Melbourne. I've got to work on this album. My music's too good right now. I don't want to ruin it on you. This well, is New York standard kind of stuff. Maybe he was saying like, I'll come back when I've got those, those good, good songs to perform. Oh, right. It's kind of like when you like a girl, but you're getting paid monthly. You don't take her out on week three. 
We probably wouldn't ask her out a week three. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You're like, hold on, baby. Let's go out next week. Why? Uh, I've broken my leg. <laughs> <laughs> well, it Pass seems comes like, off on Monday. It seems like Kyle's payday has come around. Has it? He's he coming back? He just released a new song. Oh. No, he hasn't. He hasn't scheduled a, a new performance. Right. But we've heard what he's been working on, that he was way too busy to uh, come to Melbourne. Is it kind of like how Kanye said his new album was a gospel album and then he released the first line of like his first track and it was about bleached assholes? Because that was a big moment in my life. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> I would think back to it often and smile. I mean, who said gospel he did. has to be about oh. the traditional biblical stuff? You know. What people traditionally refer to as the gospel. Yeah. <laughs> the gospel, according to Kanye, has way more bleach assholes in I it. I guess so. Yeah. It's definitely a deviation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's like that or not. Here's, okay. here's the song. It's called mm. That's the Mix. And I haven't heard this yet. Okay. But I thought we could listen to it together and evaluate whether or not this was worth missing his Melbourne performance. Okay. Now, a little backstory on That's the Mix. Mm-hmm. It's about how much he hates Melbourne and he's glad he never came because that would be amazing. If that's the case, then I'd be like, fair play, you <laughs> yeah, probably shouldn't have come. That's right. This I song, hate it there. I'm never coming. Yeah, this song would not have gone down well in the <laughs> no, exactly. corner hotel. <laughs> no, exactly. Uh, I'm going to read to you from the YouTube description of the music video. Okay. Not the YouTube comments? No. Subplot. Yeah. My friend made the most amazing comment the other day. He said, we were talking about Tinder and kind of how Tinder's a cesspool. And he's like, every time you go on an internet dating app, you have to realise that you are looking for love amongst YouTube commenters. And that really <laughs> changed my life. I was like, yeah. Puts things in perspective, that's right. for sure. If you're just trawling the YouTube comments, I sure. feel like if you want a safe haven, mm. like you've watched a few... Oh, songs from the 90s or earlier. Exactly. That Anything that your say. parents listen to. Yeah, because the... 13-year-old trolls haven't discovered it. No, they've not heard of Fleetwood Mac yet. Yeah, they don't have any uh, fondness for any 90s music, so they're not there writing horrible rape threats or anything like that. No, 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 they're certainly not doing that on Stevie Nicks' 17. Yeah, so you can can just bask in like, oh, this is what the internet should be. People (laughs) saying, hey, I love this I really like this song. It reminds me of my childhood. (laughs) Yeah, right, on Californian Dreaming. Yeah. No, the comments on this song were like actually quite more positive than I was oh, expecting. Yeah. But they were probably weren't from people in my position. Which is not which seeing you in Melbourne. It's like, yeah, like I watched your Coachella set online. Mm, you seemed fine. Yeah. You could do Coachella. Yeah. I mean, sure, the corner hotel <laughs> might not be on that scale, yeah. but to me. It's, I, it's, it is to me. I paid my 50 bucks already. Mm. Where's my show, Super Duper Car? Mm. I've got eyes and they were yes. so, not set upon you. <laughs> That's the mix. The latest collab between me, Super Duper Brick. Oh. So, like, there's commas here. This uh, this whole description is actually way overloaded with commas. So, me, he's, you know, talking to himself, Super Duper Kyle. He also teams up with Super Duper Brick, apparently. Who's that? I had never heard of him before. No. I actually thought, like, he was saying the latest collab between me, Super Duper Brick, and they, like... Just screwed it up somehow. Oh, or he's like, I'm also called Super Duper Brick. Yeah. So that was my first thought that like someone just screwed up. But no, it seems like... I mean, someone screwed up because there's two guys called Super Duper in the rap game. No, I think that's intentional. Like you hear like there's ASAP Rocky and then there's like other ASAPs or like back in the day, there's Lady Gaga. I don't really get that. But then there's like Lady 
what's it, Lady Star, Starshine? Or That's sort Lady, of different. Lady Stardust, something like that. I don't really get that. What do you mean? The whole, there's ASAP Rocky and other ASAPs. I don't get that. Why not? Just don't get it. That's like, like their crew. It's like, oh, is it? If me and you teamed up and we're like, well, Ben and Vicky. So it's like the Mario Brothers. <laughs> Go <laughs> is on. It? Well, well let me hear your explanation as to how. No, because Mario and Luigi. They're actual brothers, though. Yeah, that is part of it. But they're not called, like, the Vermincelli brothers. Like, they're both named... Like, Mario's full name is probably not Mario Mario. It is, actually. Is it? And Luigi Mario. <laughs> because, like, if you say the Mario brothers, that right. implies, like, you know... The no, but I'm going with the fact that it's, like, ASAP Rocky, yeah. not that it's their surname. So, ASAP Rocky's surname is not ASAP. No. Nor is it his first name. <laughs> Presumably not. <laughs> no. So, Mario is the ASAP Rocky of his crew. And Luigi is like his Mario sidekick, i.e. Mario Luigi. All right. He's, yeah, it's like the other ASAPs. I, I, assuming... Do you, get, you must see where I'm coming from. This is not madness. I think it's going to make more sense when I listen to it back. Okay, All right, whatever. So anyway, Super Duper Kyle and Super Duper Brick are both mm. uh, collaborators on this song. Okay. Along with McDonald's and... What, like the... Fast food chain? Indeed. Not like, you know, a new rapper that you right, might yeah. not have heard yet on SoundCloud. No, no. The McDonald's that you're thinking mm-hmm. of. And Mix by Sprite Tropic Berry. What's that? A beverage? That's a new type of Sprite. But they're not just oh. calling it, you know, Mix or Sprite. They're calling it Mix by Sprite Tropic Berry. It's a little wordy mixed if you ask me. Mix by Sprite? Tro- it sounds like someone called Sprite Tropic Berry has mixed it. Yeah, it's not a good name. No, it doesn't roll off the tongue, which is what you want from a drink. Straight down the throat. Uh, I guess it depends which way it rolls. You want yeah, it if it's roll. rolling out, yeah. that's bad. Like, you look like an idiot. It. Well, it rolls off the tongue. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what you asked for. Uh, the other way. Yeah. <laughs> down my throat, you fools. Be sure to try hashtag mix by Sprite Tropic Berry made with classic lemon lime and natural flavors available only at McDonald's locations nationwide. Hashtag mix by Sprite Tropic Berry. Hashtag only at McDonald's. Hashtag that's the mix. I'm sure a lot of people are searching those hashtags. So lucky they used those. Yeah. Well, now I'm angry and I'm glad I got my money back because I don't want to give my money to that guy. Well, you say you're angry, but let's not judge. Until I do say that I'm until angry. Until we've heard. This might be, you know, the next. No, I'm still annoyed. I don't care if it's good. It's kind of like if your boyfriend's like, hey, baby, I know you rented a castle for us to hang out tonight. Mm-hmm. But you're going to have to absorb the castle costs. Because I've got something really important on. And then you found out he just went and had drinks with the boys. <laughs> but like, At McDonald's. No, because he's getting paid for this. Like, Okay, fine. He had work. you got to earn McDonald's. a buck. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, sorry, right. baby, I picked up an extra shift go. at McDonald's. The fry- Someone's got to clean the fryer. Fryer don't clean itself. That's what's happened. But what if during that shift he like turned out to be the saviour of the company? No. Nah. Would it then be worth it? Like he no. got promoted to... Head McDonald. Like, he's Ronald. He, yeah, he's now Ronald <laughs> McDonald. That's right. Um, and then she's like, well, I was mad about the castle date that you missed, but right. now that you own the entire McDonald's franchise, it makes up for it somewhat. All I'm saying. Okay, yeah, maybe. All right, fine. Is I'll, that let's I'll, like see the art that this I'm produced. I'm currently annoyed. Now. I'm at annoyed, but you could bring me back if you're now Ronald. I'm just obviously on first impressions. Mm-hmm. The thought of a... Uh, soft drink based song about a soft drink only available at mcdonald's so it mm-hmm. also involves mcdonald's somehow yeah 
Yeah, it's 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 not one that I'm no. like going to expect to rocket up the charts. So that's what I'm saying. Currently, we're at. Sorry about the castle date. I had to pick up an extra shift behind the fryer. And if I had to guess, I'm thinking that's where we're going to stay. <laughs> okay, so but, I'm preparing my anger. So yeah. I don't want my anger to come from. I can't rustle that up. Real but I'm, quick. I'm trying to be impartial here. Because, I am not. Well, he broke my heart. Not ben. this year, but last in 2017, mm. Hamburger Helper for April Fool's Day mm. released a mixtape, and it I was. I think I remember this. It was pretty good. It was really good. Yeah. <laughs> Let's listen to that instead. We'll get to that. I later. remember that. I think maybe you played it for me, and I was like, "Is this a joke?" And like, I, I yes, hope, I sure hope not. It is a joke, <laughs> but it's a pretty damn good one. With some damn banging production values. I know. I was like, "This is as meaty as their helper." Yeah. So. It was called like what? Watch the beef or something? Uh, like what's the beef? Isn't it? No, because no, like it was watch because it was a play of yeah, watch, watch the throne. Yeah, we're also sponsored by Hamburger Helper. Mm. In case you were wondering, do, I didn't. Do you know what Hamburger Helper is? I, I think it's like sawdust, <laughs> like filler for beef patties or something. Like I thought, I actually I don't know, but I thought it was basically when you make burgers, you've got to make something that gets it to stick together. Oh, so it's like breadcrumbs or something. I thought so. Yeah. We'll look but that I up only after. make vegetarian burgers, so you need to put breadcrumbs in them to make the, like essentially make them stick together. So I thought it was like breadcrumbs. We've got, let's listen to Kyle and then we'll get to the bottom of what hamburger yeah. helper is. This is Kyle. That's the mix on Insane Ramblings. Every day we lit, that's the mix, yeah. I'm seeing a lot of Sprite product placement in the background of the video already. I love it so far. I Sprite on my wrist, yeah. That's the mix, yeah. That's the mix, yeah. Yeah. Every day we lit, that's the mix, yeah. Drive through slide for the fix, yeah. I in my Sprite on my wrist, yeah. All right, already. Yeah, it barely makes sense. Yeah. So you, I, I heard you say what at the line Sprite on my wrist? No, ice. I oh, my Sprite uh, and on my wrist. Okay. So that kind of confused me because, like you said, it's difficult to parse. I'm like, do you also have Sprite on your wrist? Or if you got ice on your wrist? Yeah, he's saying ice like diamonds. Yeah, I got yeah. that. But I was like, oh, it's a stretch. That's that's better than I thought at first. Though. Oh, right. You thought he had Sprite on his wrist? Yeah, I'm like, what does Ooh. that mean? Like, you just build something. That, that self-serve <laughs> right. soft drink machine overflow. Like, I got Sprite on, on my, my wrist. Because <laughs> it's so generous in its servings. <laughs> <laughs> it's also like a little too liberal in the word lit. Stuff like that kind of grates to me. A bit. But it also like, it's ages to, so far. Yeah, like it makes it seem like, okay, you're trying to be young. Yeah. And down with the kids. I you know. know. It's like... Like we say lit and we drink mixed by Sprite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please What's the full me. name of this stupid ass drink? That's the mix by Sprite Tropic Berry. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's like we couldn't just call it Sprite. We had to let no, people it know Tropic it was by Sprite. Sprite. Yeah. Yeah. No, oh, uh, anyway. Let's keep going. That's the mix, yeah. That's the mix, yeah. That's the mix, yeah. That's the mix, yeah. A little repetitive. <laughs> I feel like they got him because they couldn't get Drake. Oh, absolutely. He was like their fifth choice. A lot of uh, McDonald's wallpaper in the background of this uh, clip as well. One of one, I ain't got a twin yet. I mean, it's certainly not subtle. No. You're not confused by what they're advertising. Really? 
Not a dozen moves me inside and in the music. So I got some teed up somewhere in a bees up. Sipping mixed by Sprite, tropic berry with my Ah, fits in so naturally yeah, yeah. notice him mention it. If uh if they, I hadn't have known that this was product placement before I started watching. I mean it was so smooth I would never. Yeah, it's almost that. subliminal advertising. <laughs> it's even at neon. It's like I just want to join the Navy now, Ben. I don't know why. Imagine like the brief for this song. It's like, all right, Kyle, we're gonna have you like jumping around in the music video with um, some French fries okay, cool, and yeah. like yeah, the Madonna's that, logo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, also, it. we have to somehow get you to rhyme the phrase. That's the mix spice bright tropic berry. Just more difficult, but I'm in. Seamlessly just <laughs> slot that in somewhere. Right. You know, the kids won't just even flow notice. It. Flow. Say little lot, and they won't even notice. Yeah, it rhymes with everything. Right. Uh, yeah. I'm on my way, I gotta go. I'm loving it, filling up my cup, keep it coming, yeah. Yeah, every day we lit, that's the mix, yeah. Drive through, slide for the fix, yeah. Ice in my sprite and on my wrist, yeah. That's the mix, yeah. That's the mix, yeah. Okay. Every day we lit, that's the mix, yeah. Okay. Drive through, slide for the fix, yeah. Ice in my sprite and on my wrist, yeah. That's the mix, yeah. That's the mix, yeah. It just makes no sense because he's That's not mix, yeah. wearing diamonds. But also I don't associate mix, yeah. people who wear diamonds with drinking yeah. Sprite at McDonald's. He's got something on his wrist, That's right? No. Yeah, yeah. It's not some like blinged out watch. No. I think his wrist is empty. Well, that's oversight. (laughs) But also, like, you know, I got a Hennessy in my hands Mm -hmm. in Drake's song. Is so much more sensical when he's talking about being successful than a Sprite. Like, no one's aspiring to a Sprite. Yeah, it's not exactly that Grey Goose. No, right. Or Hennessy. Yeah. Yeah, It's like, I need a one dance, got a Hennessy in my hands. You're like, well, I see... You know, you've made it. Like, you can afford glasses of Hennessy at the club. I can't afford a bottle from the bottle shop. Maybe he's saying that... <laughs> Whereas a, a Sprite is not aspirational. No one's like, I can't wait for the days when I've got ice on my wrist and ice in my Sprite. But it's, this is no ordinary Sprite, Vicky. This right. is Tropic Berry, the mixed Sprite. Yeah. Only available at McDonald's. So <laughs> maybe guess. that's the exclusivity that he's referring to. It's like, hey, I guess you can't just get this shit anywhere. Only at McDonald's, of which there are only thousands of locations yeah. nationwide. And it is probably one of the cheapest food options. In fact, it's cheaper than the supermarket often. Yeah, well, they leave that bit out of the right. song, obviously. Yeah, it's, I'm, I struggle. Mm. I mean, I, I get it. Everyone's got to earn a buck. But as someone who already purchased a ticket, I'm a little annoyed that uh, that was your priority. I know, right? I'm glad you didn't come and you're not welcome. <laughs> now let's listen to the hamburger song in comparison. Yeah, this is, if you're going to do a meme hip hop uh, product placement song. Do it like this. These, this is the uh, OG and how you do it's it. It's actually so good. It's a whole EP as well, which is the thing. Like, it's not just one, one track. Song. Like, it's that was, like several songs. Because that song, that was only two and a half minutes. Oh my God. It felt like a whole watch, EP. Watch the stove. That's what it's called. Oh, watch the stove. Yes, that's right. Because I was going to say, it wasn't like a what's the beef takeoff. Yeah, watch the stove. Yeah, so they did a whole mixtape totaling about 15 minutes long. Watch the stove was awesome, though. Uh, I mean, I guess it was a bit derivative, but... (laughs) Well, the name, but the beats are original. They drop bars. I'm just saying... Betty this Crocker is, drops um, bars. Hamburg Behelper is Betty Crocker, isn't it? I have no idea. I think so. This is In She's Love With bars. The Glove. Uh, no, Watch the Stove is the best one. 
Well, that, the Watch the Stove is the album. Oh, is it? Yeah. And In Love with the Glove is track number one on oh, Maybe that's Zed what I'm thinking tape. of then. So I assume their mascot or like their logo is this glove. Yeah, it's Betty Crocker's, the Betty Crocker glove, the okay. red glove. It's a bit of like a slow jam. Yeah, I don't mind it. What do you want to hear next? Feed the Streets, Hamburger Helper, Food for the Soul, or Crazy? Hamburger Helper. I think that's the one. Yes, this is the one. This is your fave? Yeah. So I was like, the one I liked more was a bit more street. Okay. Yeah, this is it. It's down and dirty. I feel like it's about to, about to drop. The drop. Oh, I thought that was gonna be a big drop then. You got, you got bars. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realise it was a joke to begin with. Came out on April Fool's Day. So do a lot of you things, You were late ben. to the party and... Uh, Probably. You were I like, hey, this is pretty sweet. Who made this rap? Well, I was like, it's weird that he's so into Hamburger Helper, but, like, there's a lot of cultural things that I don't get. Like, they often will talk about purple drank and, like, the... Sure. You just, what's the cough mixture that they reference? Syrup. Yeah. Or, like, um... Uh, a quarter water stuff like right. that. It's like, like all, there's a lot of cultural stuff that I yeah, just don't get. Touchstones so like, of like the black life in the '90s that right. like, just doesn't you know translate, translate to an Australian, to yeah. white Australians. So I was like, maybe it's one of those things where it's like, well, packet meals they're associated mm, with yeah, not like being the most well off. Kanye grew up with a hamburger helper. You would think, wouldn't you? Like, because those kind of like microwave meals, like yeah, lower economic status, are sort of their target market. Let's give one more spin before we uh, wrap this up. Let's listen to Crazy. This is, you know, the outro, the big finish yeah. to the album. The finale. I think it was that one I heard. That other one, the hamburger helper. Yeah, yeah. Uh. Uh. Some call me crazy. That might be true. Cause if you take my hamburger helper, I don't know what I might do. Well, if I heard them both, I might have started to work it out. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, you get to five tracks into the album, you might have put the pieces together. For sure. It looks like Hamburger Helper is something you put beside your hamburger, maybe. Oh, no. Like, hang on. Yeah, there's like beef pasta, cheeseburger macaroni, cheddar cheese melt, cheese lovers lasagna, chunky beef pasta. So is it like something you have with your hamburger? Like you've got that hamburger with the side of whatever this is? Yeah, it must be. Like the one I'm looking at is a cheeseburger macaroni. Right. So they're 30-minute dinners. The contents of each box are combined with browned ground beef, oh, water, and occasionally milk to complete a dish. Okay, well there you go. So you it, you put in a rissol, yeah, like a ground beef. 
mince beef, as we would call it. Which right, is what so you it's make. not really like part of a hamburger. No, you put a hamburger in it. But minus the burger, just right. like the patty, not yeah. the bun and stuff. Which is weird, because I was going to say the ham, which it is also not. So, I mean... <laughs> In what an ontological disaster. In 2005... Ontological? Ontological. Food Network rated Hamburger Helper third on its list of top five fad foods of 1970. Well, I mean, then it could be in a wrap. <laughs> am I not? I'm not wrong, am I? Uh, and for those playing along at home, the Hamburger Helper mascot... Is, is a glove. ...the helping hand or lefty, a four-fingered oh. left-handed white glove with a face on it and a red spherical nose. And yes, it is Betty Crocker, That right? makes That's the album art. Yeah, so it's... Apparently owned by General Mills, which is uh, also, you know, Betty Crocker is a sub-brand of that. So we're like three layers deep into this I know. This is lyric. Look no further for lyric genius. You got it right here. Yeah, good question. I wonder if Hamburger, the watch the stove is on lyric genius. I guarantee it is. They got everything. Before we get too far off. I want to see your segue. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you brought up um, Tinder earlier. I did. Before we get too far away from that, I Mm. heard you do have some Tinder experience lately. Yeah, I got catfished. What happened? Remember this dude who I was texting backwards and forwards and he was like, so. That is how texting works. Yeah. Yeah. This dude who was just texting me. (laughs) He was, you know, basically just harassing me. Right. And he was asking the same question several times because he'd run out of things to say. Oh, yeah, that's right. Do you remember that guy? Yeah, I think we briefly touched it on the podcast because what happened was like... He asked me about four times, how's your night going? Yeah, we were just like chilling in my bedroom, playing video games, maybe even like, you know, just after recording a podcast. Right. And Vicky was like super into this guy, basically texting with him for hours. But they didn't know each other. Like you'd never gone on a date before. Not yet, no. And so what I'd brought up on the podcast at the time was like, just end the conversation. I wanted to, but he kept being like... So what are you up to? And I was like, still the same, nothing. But you, but you could, you know, just say like, oh, I'm going to bed now and that but would I'm be not. the end it's of it. That's a lie. Yeah, but he doesn't know that. <laughs> and for some reason he feels the necessity to be like, I've got to keep this going. Right. Despite the fact that we don't really have much to talk about because... It, we like, don't really know each other. Yeah, like I don't have a lot of topics in common or at least like I just don't know anything about you to know what to bring up. So guy, this guy, guy, yeah. dude, yeah. was texting me. Like he was doing the good morning text. He was doing the good night text. I mean, it should have been a red flag. He was super keen. Okay. Texting me all day, as you know, wanting to keep the text conversation alive. But like still times. recently? No, or no, no. This was back so then, you know, a few months ago. he like dodged out on our first date and I was like, oh, I'm a bit disappointed. And he was like, actually, I might be moving back to England. And yeah, which like, seems like an excuse regardless of if it is or... Right, it. indeed. And I was like, ugh, whatever. But it's like, surely, if even if that was true, he would have known before he arranged this date. Indeed, and then dodged out on it. Yeah, but it wasn't like he dodged out after like five minutes. He didn't even show up. Or like you didn't even get to that stage. No, right? it was like the night... He texted me like the night before and was like, can we reschedule? And I was like, sure, but I'm disappointed. Yeah, like, it just sounded like something. he got cold feet. It wasn't like he was turned off by something you did or like... No, I don't think so. I think he just like got that. like... Well, no, he'd never met me. Exactly. It's not like I was sitting in the bar and he's like, I kept walking. Mm-hmm. So he got cold feet. And then when I was like, well, yeah, of course I'm sad about it because that's how lot plans work because I can't... But you did seem like... Overly sad. Yeah, for someone that you'd never met before. I guess so. I don't know. Like, I know you can make a bond over text. Nah, but we weren't bonded. That's what I would have No, yeah. I don't think we were bonded. I think I was more annoyed. Anyway, unrelated. So he said he was British okay. to me and that he worked as a roofing plumber. 
does that mean you like do pipes in people's attics or something? I guess. I don't know. Or I was like, suspicious is that at the time. The roof. But I Googled roof plumber and there was real results. So I was like, okay, I guess this is a thing. Yeah, I guess like that would basically be you do the, like the drain stormwater drain stuff? type thing. Right. Yeah. Or like drainage from the roof. Yeah, I have to assume that's what we're talking about. Yeah, I didn't look into it because I already don't care. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's not like he was like, I'm a fighter pilot. And I was like, tell me more. Yeah, no, it's, it's just very specific. Like, you mm. could probably just say plumber or roofer, but it's like, no, no, no roof plumber. plumber. I didn't realize that was like a specific guy for that. Well, funny you should say that. So, I thought I was chatting to daily wake up, good morning, beautiful, good night, girl, texting, all day texting with a British roofing plumber. <laughs> and it was actually an Iranian ditch plumber. I mean, so close, but I saw him on another, I just joined a different dating app. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was on Tinder and I was told about a different dating app because your friend here was like, no, it's for nicer people, essentially. Okay. And I was like, good, because at the moment it's like trying to find the tamest bear in the bear forest. So I went on it and this dude's on there and he is an Australian PE teacher now. You just, you just found him by his photo? I didn't look for him. No, but how did you like yeah. know it's him? Like it's the same, same username or the same, same picture? Same name and same pictures. On this other app, except he's listed as a PA teacher that went to school, high school at least in Australia, and that's not what I was told. What are the chances? Mm. Hear me out here. Okay, that someone's like stolen his profile? Well, I mean, there's also that. But what I was thinking is like when my sister and I would go to Canada when we were 13 years old Mm. or so, within, I would say, hours of touching down in Canadian soil, Mm. she would have somehow adopted a Canadian accent. That's fine. Like you, st- you hang around. Did she th- say she was Canadian? No. No. Well, I didn't. He. Didn't, it wasn't the accent that tipped me. He said he was no, British. No, of course. But if you say you're British, he didn't show up to that date. Maybe it's because he realized, oh shit, I'm I not keep British. Telling people that I'm British, <laughs> but I've got an Australian accent because I no. came from the UK and just assimilated so quickly that people are expecting like this. You know, very regal. <laughs> oh, I do declare. Yeah, I was dog. expecting Hugh Grant. <laughs> right. No, I wasn't. He's not British. He went to high school in Australia. Because it listed his high school. But I like for, I was born in the UK. I'm technically Yeah, you're British. not British. You're not telling people. Are you telling people on dating apps that you're British? Because he told me that he was here. F- he'd been here for 18 months. Maybe he came back. Like maybe he just mm. went. Did he, is he gone to the UK on business for like a month? And then it's like, mm. I've been back for 18 months. Also for six years before that. But yeah. Also, I grew up here, yeah. but I had a really sweet month in London. I really related to British people. So did you call him out on it? I swiped to connect with him, but I get the feeling. He's probably not going to no, get you back. Yeah. Because I was going to be like, hey, asshole, I see you've qualified as a PE teacher in the intervening Yeah. Well, that's months. the other thing. You probably got a new job. He's like, the roof industry was not doing yeah, it for me. The declining. roof plumbing. Right. It turns out a roof plumber is not a thing yeah. and uh, I had to get a real job. I had I, six years of that degree, all I for nothing. I crammed that Scammed in. again. <laughs> yeah, I crammed that into three months. Got a new degree. Day and night, got through a master's in, you know, three months and got myself a job as a PE teacher. I feel like you can get a job as a PE teacher without too much qualification. I mean, come on, Ben. I got catfished. Yeah. Now... You've it's got a to shame admit, that you can't, you know, message him. I know. 
I have his phone number. I want to be like, I should have taken a photo of oh, being like yeah. you, but you, I didn't think it through. You can't somehow get back to his profile. No, sadly not. Unless he matches me, which I'm like, come on. <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping he doesn't also recognize me and is like, oh, she, okay. All right. Alternate theory, mm. split personality. No. What if he's got a British side to him that he just hasn't told you about? So this is the thing, you never met the guy. No. So there's there could possibly be a lot of multiculturalism going on there. That there isn't, Ben. I think So what would be the play? Like if he's on Tinder, is mm. he like, all right, the Australian PE teacher routine was not working for me. I know. British roof plumber. <laughs> <laughs> That'll get the chicks. Ladies love a British tradie. That's what, I don't know. That's what they say. Or is he a British tradie that's pretending to be an Australian PE teacher? That, again, is my question. Well, either way, once you show up to the date and you're not that, you're going to have some explaining to do. Indeed. And so like, I don't think that... One of them is obviously never planning to show up on dates. Why, why even be on the app in the first place then? To mess with girls. Like, <laughs> it, does, it does seem like there's Why this... catfish in general? Because, to me, it was... He was like oh, let's not meet up at the last minute, which is classic catfish. So I assume he was just going to keep that going until mm. I was like, I'm annoyed that you did that because... Well, it seems like there's two kind of schools of thought on this. Like, mm. one, it's the person who's just like, I got to get the girl into my vicinity. And once she sees me, even if I'm like completely unlike my profile, right. she's already gone to the effort of meeting me. She'll probably stick around for a little bit, even if we're st- you're starting our relationship on a series of lies and disappointment, <laughs> which personally, I would think that that's a bad decision. But having Did talked to that? like my sister, for instance, one of the stories that she told on mm. the podcast was the profile picture of the guy was like he was way uh, heavier in and person. Like 10 years older. Yeah. Well, probably that as mm. well. But she was more just concerned. Like, this isn't a lie. Like, if you say... I've got a different profession. Right. That's like something that you can at least hide for a little while. Yeah, and then be like, oh, I just said that because I was insecure. Turns out I'm not a Batman. I'm a roof plumber. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, you might not find that out until you're already like a month into the relationship and it's too late. Like, they're like, oh, I love him regardless of the lack of Playboy billionaire status. Right. I was confused as to why he could only text me at really specific times. And he was like, I was up on the roof. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and now you're like, no, you weren't. You were in class. Yeah. <laughs> telling exactly. Johnny to, you know, get up that rope. Yeah, doing some medicine ball slams. <laughs> but and the encouraging other... bullying. <laughs> that's all I associate with PE teachers. The other thing is they just want to feel good about themselves. Right. And that so they like seems to be like, yeah, I've heard like both men and women referring to this a lot more recently mm-hmm. is that they say, oh, yeah, I'm not even on the dating app for a date, I just like the attention. Oh. And so I think, like, maybe that could be what he was going for. uh, Maybe, but then, like, are you, like, devoid of empathy? Like, I really want to... Yeah, these are bad people. (laughs) Yeah, good, okay. Like, no, I really want people to form emotional connections with me, but not so much the other way Well, I don't think they assume you're getting so invested, is the thing. Yeah, but I think there's a reasonable expectation. Like, I wasn't that invested, like, obviously... I'm not completely enraged right now. but <laughs> No, like you don't get that invested just from texting. But on the other hand, if you're looking just for attention, texting someone like morning, noon and night, I feel is a little involved. 
Like he was taking yeah. the lead and in getting involved in my life. It wasn't like I was texting him all the time. Right. It's not just like a girl logging in and going, oh, like 500 men swiped on me. Right. That's cool. Yeah. I just it's like, got I'm like gonna, a pep in my step this morning. Indeed. It's like I'm going to actively attempt to get this girl to be invested in our conversation. <laughs> was it him or you that arranged the date? Like the first suggested hey. him. Yeah. Because that's like another extra step. Like it does sound like if he was going to the that you know, yeah. that far that he, you would think he would follow through. If, if he was just on there to mess with people, then why even suggest the date? I, yeah, I don't know. I guess, I guess that I don't know. All right. Well, if you somehow. I really hope he matches with me. He yeah. definitely will not, but he must know he's busted. Well, unless he's got a good explanation. Mm. Maybe he's like, I'm half Australian, half British. And I boarded at both schools yeah, half the year. Right. My mum was a. Uh, I've always really identified with. Australia. And my dad was a PE teacher. Yeah, I've really identified with Australia being a British colony. Yeah. <laughs> I feel more British being under the monarchy. Well, I mean, maybe he hit his head and he just woke up. Like, you know, some people, they'll uh, go through some tri- kind of horrendous accident and wake up speaking French. It's like, I didn't know I knew French. <laughs> I guess maybe it's, he's it's... like, I know how to be a PE teacher now. And if you. Just even talk to him. You can remind him of his old life. I'm, I'm, there's a myriad of reasons that you need to get in contact with this guy. I, I wish I could. I've got his number, as in literally. Yeah. I also now have his number. Is there any chance I can get you to text him saying like, hey, I thought you were a British roofer and now you're an Australian PE teacher. If like, I've been what's able to screenshot it, then yes. Yeah. If I had the wherewithal to screenshot it ahead of time. But I was so bamboozled. Yeah, that, understandably. Yeah, that I didn't think it through. So now he'll be like, no, what do you mean? I'm like, I saw this. And he'll be like, no, you didn't. And he's not particularly like overly the most attractive person that you've ever seen that would make someone else go, I got to steal that profile pic. No. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm just thinking like if we're talking about Brad Pitt here, then oh, someone no. could be same like... Same name, same age, same pictures. You've seen him. Did you feel overwhelmed? I don't remember being overwhelmed. No. I also don't, you know. But maybe you're so overwhelmed you don't remember. Have a photographic memory for every guy that you've been swiping against. So. Mm. All right, well. I mean, it's a weird one. But then, like, the catfish in, like, Neve's catfishing didn't really have an Id- any reason. And she kept suggesting dates and What, in canceling. the catfish movie? Yeah. Uh, well, she had, like, a weird home situation. I think right. she just wanted to have, like, some outside contact. But he was like, if you'd just been you, I would have talked to you. Which is the same for me. I don't understand why there's this whole British roof plumber thing. Uh, like I could have, I would have just talked to him as not a British roof plumber. Like he probably, this is my theory. Mm. He started off just like, oh, I don't care. And then like got so far down the rabbit hole and he's like, damn, now we've been talking for weeks and we're suggesting meeting up. I need to somehow get out of this. Yeah, but he suggested meeting up. That's the part that doesn't add up. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Well, yes. Uh, dating apps once again confound us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, just, <laughs> I, I don't it's, really. It's a story. I don't really know why, but it, it is a story. Yeah. Well, on the, uh, you know, unlikely situation that you do hear more from this guy, yeah. let us know. But otherwise, yeah, you might just have to be forever wondering. Um, probably won't forever wonder. Or at least for the immediate. <laughs> Next the three days future. or something. Right. <laughs> Dean Kane. Oh yeah. Any any immediate thoughts that come to mind when Lois I say Clark. that name? Yeah. And well, Ripley's Believe It or Not. Those are pretty much the two main uh, 
uh, credits that I attribute he was in to Las him as Vegas, well. which I didn't hate. Yeah. I didn't like his part in it though. Right, so he was the guy like that took over once all the main cast had left. Indeed. Basically. So once the show started floundering, they were like, maybe if we bring in B list. Oh, sorry, Dean Kane. <laughs> B-list star Dean Cain, yeah. that will write this listing ship, and it did not. <laughs> Sadly. I was wondering what Dean Cain has been up to recently, hey. just because it's been a while since I've seen him in anything. <laughs> you haven't been watching Dean Ch- Cain Chat, my uh, weekly podcast? No, the comings I and goings of somehow Dean missed that one. Prolific, to say the least. Is he? 155 acting credits, according Damn. to IMDb. Huh. And, uh, you know, that doesn't even list individual episodes of TV shows. That's like, right. you know. Lois and Clark, which he did for years. Sure. One credit. So, mm. so guy, who am I to call him B-list for starters? He's definitely B-list once you uh, hear what <laughs> oh. is on this list. Somehow, he has become, I need a, a Christmas movie or I need a dog movie. Occasionally, I need a Christmas dog movie. Because <laughs> I feel he's like the go-to he's guy. the go-to for, I need someone who people are like, oh, that guy. But I don't have to pay him loads. See, in my mind, he's still like a relatively successful actor. He like, is. You say B-list, and I think that's like quite accurate. Like, but he is like, well, he's certainly more successful, success, successful, successful than 90% of actors out there. Like he's a recognizable name. He had a 90s extremely successful TV show. People would know him by looks. Like yeah. compared to most actors, like that puts you in already the top 1% surely. And apparently he's um still on Supergirl at the moment. No, they like I don't to watch do that. no me neither, but like they like to do stunt casting, so Right. You know, even like Smallville did this back in the day, they would get cameos from Christopher yeah, Reeve of and course. other people that had played Superman in the past. They've always liked to do that. Like he's probably Superman's dad or something. Exactly. And so Supergirl's continuing the tradition. He's shown up in a few episodes of that sure. apparently. But, but what in- I'm trying to say is he's I agree with you that he's quite successful, but he's again at that cusp of successful where you're like, Oh yeah, Dean Kane is in it. <laughs> but also it's not like he's asking a million an episode. Yeah, you're not going like you're going, Oh, Dean Kane, not like Oh, Dean Kane. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I think he's biding his time. He'll break through again. He'll have his he'll have his moment in the sun. I believe in him. Well that's what I thought until I read his filmography. Eh, give him some time. We all have dry periods. It's just a dry spell. Dean Kane is what I'm trying to say. But it's not, though. If you're listening, Dean Kane, it's a long dry it's, spell. It's not a dry spell whatsoever. He mm. just seemingly takes every role that you give him. He's a bit depressed. I don't know. I just made that Maybe up. he's got bills to pay. But like, I, I know he has got bills to pay because everybody does. Yeah, but he's like... You would think he would get royalties from like Lois and Clark and stuff like that. Like, are there I, that many people watching Lois and Clark that you can dine out on that? Well, I googled his net worth and it said six million. Which, That's not that much. You can live on six million dollars, though. I probably couldn't. I waste a lot. Of <laughs> what money. are you talking about? You can, For how long? I don't know until the next good role comes around that isn't a Christmas wedding. <laughs> Hey, don't you shit on a Christmas wedding. I'm going to read through this All list. Right, it seems like in 2001, mm. Dean Kane got the acting bug for these Christmas and um, dog-themed... Okay. Like animal-themed, predominantly dog-themed. Did he have movies. kids or something? Uh, maybe. I've got no idea. Right. But it's just like I was scrolling through the list and I'm like, this is weird. Yeah. And so admittedly, some of them are a series. 
Okay. But there's not, like, he's not playing the same character in every one of these movies <laughs> that you would be like, okay, he just jumped on board, like the Sharknado trend right. or whatever. Yeah. 2001, he was in a movie called A Christmas Adventure from a book called Wisely's Tales. That was an animated Again, doesn't film, roll apparently. off the tongue. No, it's a little wordy, but whatever. 2002. Maybe what's his name? We'll write a rap about it. <laughs> 2002, Christmas Rush. 2006. So there was a few years where he's like, I'm not going to do the Christmas movies. This for, year. Yeah. Right. A Christmas Wedding. 2009, The Dog Who Saved Christmas. <laughs> and that... <laughs> that's a film I need to see. And that's what I think kickstarted the that whole... That was his Sharknado. Exactly. So, Once you've been in a dog that saved Christmas, you're like, well, I don't care what I'm in. Yeah. 2010, A Nanny for Christmas. Wow. 2010, also, The Dog Who Saved Christmas Vacation. So that was where... What, the dog goes on a vacation because he saved Christmas? Or he saves Christmas again on vacation? I mean, I haven't looked up the plot synopsis, but I, I thought would... maybe it was a reward vacation. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, surely it's the next year. Like, he I saved guess. the previous Christmas and then they're like, all right... Things went disastrously back at home. Right. This Christmas, we're going on vacation. Oh, no. We need the dog to save Christmas yeah, once luckily again. Luckily, we'll take right. the dog because vacation. Maybe he's hoping that he'll hit on such a big hit as a mom a mom for Christmas. Because I love a mom for Christmas. Yeah, you've uh, in the past professed your love for a mom for Christmas. Have you seen a mom for Christmas? I haven't. but mm. I think it's Olivia Newton-John. Yeah, it is. It is. I don't know if that's... Um, He's hoping for his A Mum for Christmas. Well, there's... Because A Mum for Christmas has got legs. <laughs> so you say. I love it. It seems like there's the Hallmark Channel in the States. I was wondering, actually, if he was like signed on to a six-movie deal with the Hallmark Channel or something like that. Well, that's what my first sure. um, instincts were. But only three of these are Hallmark movies. And one wasn't mm. even a dog-slash-Christmas film. It was just, like, another low-budget Hallmark movie. That's weird. So, yeah, well, maybe he signed on for a Hallmark series, is what I'm thinking. Well, it like, seems you know like how you do so- like a... Well, you read sometimes, like... Not so much these days, but it used to be, like, in the Marilyn Monroe, like, Elizabeth Taylor days. Mm-hmm. It used to be, like, oh, they've signed on to Paramount for 10 pictures, which yeah. is when they would churn out all these, like... Like, you know, there's like a 50 Elvis Presley films. Yeah, I guess like the modern equivalent is like you're in a Marvel franchise. It's like you're going to be Captain America for the next 10 years. Right. Yeah. I guess that's the only modern equivalent. But yeah, like Elvis has done so many B movies because he signed on for like a 10 or like, you know, 50 movie contract with one of these houses. (laughs) But he's again, he's Dean Cain. He doesn't. It's not like it's just starting his acting career. No, I guess not. But Elvis couldn't have been bigger when he did it. Yeah, but he probably got paid a shitload. I don't oh, think. I don't know. They, like, I tried to find out the budget, and 2015's A Dog for Christmas, the <laughs> yeah. budget was estimated at uh, $250,000. You're joking. So that's like for that's everyone. That's less than Saw. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's nothing. Like, no. they obviously shot it over a weekend. Yeah, damn. And so oh. if he's getting a paycheck out of that, it's not a big one. No, probably about the same as the dog. <laughs> 2011, The Case for Christmas. And the dog who saved Halloween. Oh, is it the same? It's got to be the same dog. That's surely a series. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's, that's, he's playing the same character. It's like Ted someone around okay. in all these dogs. Well, I can who- see. Okay. There's two things he got sucked into. A Hallmark deal and a dog that saved deal. <laughs> so he's made a few bad decisions. Maybe he lost a couple of hands at poker. But again, I'm sure he doesn't have to do this. Like, I'm sure he does, Ben. I just think. Somebody help Dean I Kane. Think Dean Kane <laughs> loves acting or Christmas or dogs. All three. Yeah. Those are his three top 
Like if he had a Dean Kane dating profile, that would be in his interest. 2012, the dog who saved the holidays. Well, obviously he's stuck in a dog that <laughs> saved contract. 2013, defending Santa. 2014, a bell for Christmas. <laughs> the three doggeteers. Wow. And the dog who saved Easter. Well, I can see that he got stuck in a dog that saved We can contract. all see this, <laughs> but no one's talking about it, Vicky. No one. Someone helped Dean Kane. He's obviously some sort of like zombie-like slave <laughs> that cannot break his... Maybe he sold his soul to the devil. Yeah, it's like, I had a serious accident. If you can bring me back to life for the next 20 years, I'll just devote it to making Christmas dog films. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He made a pact with like an underworld, like Cerberus. Or maybe like, I don't <laughs> I know. will promote the cause of dogs if you allow me to not enter hell. <laughs> maybe the mafia's got something on him or something. Like he yeah, accidentally mind, like ran like- over a guy <laughs> and they're like... Fucking work for our production company for Maybe eternity. Maybe he ran over a guy's dog and he's like, You're gonna I've got to repent. <laughs> this is the only way. He ran over a dog on Christmas right. and or some other major holiday. <laughs> I'm just imagining, though, in my mind, he's like, you know how there's like in movies, probably can be movies, like mind control magic? <laughs> like he's some sort of like mind control, like voodoo Dean Kane, and they're forcing him against his will to be in Dog That Saved movies. Yeah, it's like the red kryptonite has got him still. Yes, it has. And there's only a tiny part. (laughs) Good reference. Thank you. I just put those two together. Yeah, the red kryptonite has still got him. And And someone hasn't said to him, like, you know, you're not Superman, Dean Cain. You just played that on TV. (laughs) He's like, if only, if only. I'm stuck. Anyway. And there's a part of his mind that's screaming, like, stop doing the dog that saved movies. But he's under, like, mind control magic. Yeah, it's like um, Get Out. Like, in his head, he's just, like, in this eternal pit, just trying to claw his way out. Yes, exactly. And his body's just kept. On autopilot, making you'll see he's cheesy like movies. thousand yard stare in the dog that saved films. Yeah, that's true. We've got to like look up some of these clips and see his performance. Like, does he look horrified and frightened? Yeah, is he phoning these in or is he really giving his all to uh, 2015's A Dog for Christmas? A Dog for Christmas? Mm. Mm. Um, Beverly Hills Christmas, you also did in that year. Or The Dog Who Saved Summer. I mean, again, I feel that I can't really shit all over this career as a person that makes a podcast in their basement that no one listens to. Like being in a dog for Christmas would be the high point of my career. So who am I to laugh at Dean If someone offered you a role in dog for Christmas, would you do it though? Yes. Really? It would be literally the high point of my career in showbiz. I don't know that I like acting that much. That I would be like, (laughs) I got to do it. I wanted a float on role in water rats. I entered a competition. In sea patrol? No water rats. Mm. 2016, he did broadcasting Christmas. Mm, okay. We might be more suited to that if we've got broadcasting experience. Yeah, true. 2017, horse camp. Huh. That's weird. <laughs> no Christmas uh, that year. So yeah, dogs. He had to make up for it in 2018 with uh, Winter's Dream. It's not even winter yet. When's winter? It's like the end of the year in North America. Oh, maybe it's scheduled to oh, come okay. out. Yeah, good que- Good point. Yeah, look forward to Winter's Dream, everyone. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was confused. That's Yeah, maybe that's... Uh, unless they did like a rare Christmas in July or something maybe. like that. <laughs> I don't, it's not even July. Yeah, who knows. <laughs> uh, baby Bulldog and Andy the Talking Hedgehog. So he's branching Wow, he's busy out, this year. Yeah, but like into more of just the animals. So I feel like he's fallen down the Jason Lee, James Marsden hole. Of just doing a lot of animated films. Well, once you do one, it's kind of like, come on, Dean Kane. 
James Marsden was in like Hop. Yeah. And Enchanted and 27 Dresses. Like he kind of, uh, The Notebook, he got stuck in that Prince Charming But these role. are all like high profile movies, not TV movies. No, I guess so. But also you don't say... Like, if he was winning a Lifetime Achievement Award, you're not like... And this is for 2018's Sonic the Hedgehog and 2006's Hops. Well, typecasting is certainly a problem. Yeah, he's been typecast. That's what I'm getting at. As the guy who's in Christmas dog yes, films, though? Yes, No, it was more Jason Lee, and I mixed him up with I'm just saying, James Marsden. like, you don't have to keep working, like, forever. <laughs> like, I think just Dean Cain's old Dean enough Kane. for retirement, surely. <laughs> He's that old. <laughs> How old is he? I don't know, 50 something. He's 51. Yeah. <laughs> he's got six he's, million dollars. You can he's live the on. He's the same age as like Brad Pitt. So what's retirement age? 65? Yeah. He's you can, got a while. What? You want him to like be a bus boy or something? No, but he can. He's still got like Supergirl and like some notable credits on his filmography. Right. Just take those jobs. Like, okay. you don't have to be like, I'm I saying. must I must work every day. Maybe he's just got like a really terrible home life. Yeah. And he wants to get away from it or something. Well, it's a fun fact. His real name's Dean Tanaka. Is that true? Yeah. Did he change it like because he's he didn't think Hollywood would want I wanna... guess he Americanized it. I don't hmm. know. Yeah. Just a fun fact. I used to be really into Lois and, sure. Lois and Clark. Well, my thought was years ago mm. on the podcast, maybe even like, Prop Shozel or... I feel like we've brought up Dean Cain before, if that's what you got. No, it's not. Prop Shozel or the Get Serial episodes we did. We were talking about Lindsay Lohan. She did a movie called The Canyons for $10,000. Right. And she did it for like, you know, 10000 and a couple like of points on the back end, whatever. Mm-hmm. So if the, if the movie makes money... Right. She's got a percentage wise. Yeah. yeah. It didn't make money. So mm-hmm. she did it for, you know, pretty much nothing. Again, if I'm taking $10,000 for a weekend's work, I'd be smiling. Absolutely. <laughs> but you're not ex-A-list actress Lindsay Lohan I guess who I'm not, once no. commanded, you know, like probably half a million dollars for a picture. Sure. So, you know, she's fallen on hard times. Clearly Dean Cain will do anything that you <laughs> ask him I feel like to. Dean Cain's future is bright. He's coming back. I'm backing it now. Well, I'm I calling it. The, usually that happens if you go out of the limelight for a little while. He, are you saying he's in the limelight with way, the dog that saved Christmas? Yeah, because you want to be like a little That's mysterious. Not the limelight. What's well, a light of some kind? Mm. Like you want people to be like, "Hey, where's Dean Kane? I used to like that guy back in the day." That's what most people are thinking because not that many people have seen the dog that saved Halloween. Yeah, but if you if you are like fancy big name director who's mm. like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to cast Dean Cain. Like I just recently saw Josh Hartnett, like he's got a new movie oh, coming Oh yeah, what's out. happening with Josh Hartnett? That's the reaction you want. <laughs> I like, bet he's been in something bad though. No, he just quit acting for a while. Oh, did he? Yeah. Mm, okay, that's probably a better option. And now now he's got like a, you know, a lot of buzz around his new picture because he's like... <laughs> hey, Josh Hartnett's back. Yeah. Mm, okay. And so... Dean Cain, people are... Look, I'm certainly not offering career advice to Dean Cain if that's what you're suggesting. No, what I'm suggesting... (laughs) Okay. When we talked about Lindsay Lohan, Mm. I was like, we can get it. We can put a movie together with Lindsay Lohan in it. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Lindsay Lohan, Dean Cain picture. Right? Oh my God. It seems achievable. It feels very achievable. If the budget for that movie was like $250,000, he was getting scale. That's like, you know, we can pay him his date, right? Yeah. I've also heard... Danny Trejo, do you know him? He's I like do not. Machete, in he's like a big Mexican gangster guy. Okay, like you would know him if you saw him. I mean, what a film! Yeah, <laughs> just 
say. I don't know what the plot line would be well, with these think, three unlikely characters get involved. It's got to be some sort of taken situation. No, I think we do know what the plot line okay. is because it's got to involve Christmas and a puppy to get <laughs> Dean Kane involved. I was leaning towards some sort of taken-like thing. Well, maybe the puppy gets taken or maybe he gets, Dean Kane gets taken and the puppy saves him. I don't know, <laughs> but we've got a movie. That's the in last the- thing. A puppy saves Dean Kane at Christmas. Ah, now we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> That's the title. And we've got fucking what's-his-name to rap the scene. Kyle. <laughs> yeah, we can get Kyle. <laughs> He'll rap the theme song. Puppy saves Dean Keen at yeah. Christmas. All right, so this is just one of our many scripts. He was feeling listless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, I think we're under something because the dude needs a good career boost. Yeah. We need, like, the celebrity power of Dean Kane to help us get our film career off the ground. Sure. Let's make this happen. I'm glad you're on board. I'm on board. Sold. I want to, like, just quickly do what we always do when a new season of The Bachelor Oh, good. Yeah, lands. job titles. And uh, <laughs> Dean Kane's personal assistant on there? <laughs> Dean Kane's script reader? I don't see it on the list. Okay. Because I was going to say, maybe he's just got a really bad script reader. He's like, Dean. <laughs> he's not reading these scripts. <laughs> They're writing at the morning. Oh, shoot. <laughs> That's so true. And There's all, no script. They're ad-libbing. Yeah, the dialogue like, Whatever is... the dog does, you guys follow. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> yeah, maybe. It's like the Blair Witch of dog films. <laughs> The dialogue is Dean came page one, Mamma Mia, and then uh, the dog saves the day and he's like, hooray. That's right. Yeah, you have to begin with, oh no, not Christmas. And then we're just going to follow the dog around and you you ad lib around him. And at the end... We'll say Christmas is saved again. Again, hooray. And then we'll all like jump up into the air and freeze frame while we smile smiling. at the camera. Yeah. Exactly. And then that circle thing. Like that, like <laughs> yeah, that gets smaller and smaller on the dog's face as it winks. Yeah, and then it says the end. Or yeah. maybe Finn if we're feeling class. <laughs> That's right. All right, so uh, you've seen it. Uh, I mean, it writes itself. It does. The Bachelorette is back on TV, um, and uh, as has been a r- little bit of a tradition lately, every time that happens, we uh, like to analyze the job titles because they feel like. You know, if you're going to take several months out of your life to mm. be on one of these reality shows, you basically have to be unemployed. <laughs> the problem is the Bachelor and the Bachelorette, they need to have job titles that people can respect to be like, oh, they're a, a good um, choice. They can right. provide for our Bachelor in the end. Yeah, right. Okay. They're, like, they're, she's a she's a career woman. Yeah, you can't just have like the unemployed like student... No, it's kind of not relatable, is it? Yeah, like it doesn't seem like it's the fairy tale ending that these shows are going for. No. So they always try to like, you know, fudge it a little bit. <laughs> so I'm going to go down the list and uh, basically tell me if this is a real job or not. Okay. As in one that's listed on The Bachelor or no? Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to give you the list okay. of what we've got, about eight contestants here. The rest are all, you know, like... Stuff you made up. Entrepreneurs and stuff that kind mm. of sound like... They could be really successful or they could be nothing. But these were the ones that stuck out to me. And no, I didn't make any of these up. These oh. are all... I'm just saying, like, whether you deem it to be... Oh, right. I understand now. I thought I was guessing what's a bachelor job, what's one being these, made These up. are all bachelor jobs, but okay. should Becca end up with this person at the end? <laughs> if, if Is it Dr. Becca? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, Becca, Becca. B-E-C-C-A? Yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's not the uh, 90s sitcom <laughs> character <laughs> Becca played, yeah. Play by That's Ted what Danson. I was thinking. I was like, Becca should not end up with anyone. He's awful. As far as I know, Ted Danson is nowhere near The Bachelorette. That's a shame. Because what a guy. Again, top-notch work. But uh, someone who is, is Leo. He is a stuntman. Real. I like that job. I just thought that, you know. It was it's unlikely the, that he's... It's a dangerous profession, but he could be making some money. 
I can see him taking time out because he doesn't have like a typical nine to five. Right. But again, it's either like you're really successful or you like played the horse's legs in the horse that saved Pretty Christmas. Pretty much. Uh, Jordan, male model. Yeah, that's a real job. But again, it's like in the Sears catalog or on a Calvin Klein billboard. Yeah, I tend to assume that it's on the lower scale. Right. It's like you were once in a Target catalog. Pretty much. Clay, he's a pro football player. Yeah, that's real. Is he? He is. But I mean, like if you're actually on the team, you would be practicing right now. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I, th- I still think it's a real job. All right. It's just a matter of whether or not. Again, these are all things that you can say you do them but they could either be your super, like you said, super successful or nobody. All right. So like we, Dean Cain's an actor. He is. And so is oh, no, Dean Cain's definitely an actor. 155 <laughs> credits with 13 of them in He's production not, now. He's not acting. He's never not acting. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we established pro football player as a job. But what about former pro football player? No. See, that, that used to be a job. Indeed. So Colton Underwood is who we're talking about. I'm just going to quickly read his Wikipedia page okay. because it's pretty amazing. So, San Diego Chargers. On okay. May 10th, 2014, Underwood was signed as an undrafted free agent by the San Diego Chargers. Okay. On August 30th, 2014, he was waived. Oh. Philadelphia Eagles. On September 3rd, 2014, Underwood was signed to the Philadelphia Eagles practice squad. Okay. On September 9th, 2014, he was released from practice squad. Oh. That's only six days later, yeah. by the way. I won't. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> San Diego Chargers, second stint. Huh. On September 23rd, 2014, Underwood returned to the Chargers and was signed to their practice squad. On September 5, 2015, Ooh. he was waived. So he almost lasted a year that yeah. time. On September 6, 2015, he was placed on injured reserve. On September 10th, 2015, he was waived from injured reserve. Oh, wow. Oakland Raiders. On December 1st, 2015, Underwood was signed to the Raiders practice squad. On August 29th, 2016, he was released by the Raiders. Mm. So I don't know if he ever played a game Sounds of like football. he was either injured a lot or not very good. Yeah. But again, still in the top 5% of footballers. Probably the top 1%. Indeed. Yeah, but he was definitely a pro, a former <laughs> pro football player. I mean, I don't in that, know he if was he professional ever... and he got paid yeah. for it. Did he actually play football? Hard to say. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> Kristen, former Harlem Globetrotter. Well, that's a job, yeah. The former Harlem Globetrotter? Oh, no, that used to be a job. Yeah, but once again. Also, his name's Kristen? Kristen, yeah. Like Chris, T-O-N. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, so again, unemployed. Used to be a job. It's it's a flashy job while you've got it. You don't have it anymore. (laughs) Ryan, banjoist. Not a job. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like these last three is where it gets real tenuous. Jean. Jean, as in like Jean? Yeah, Jean Blanc. I don't know if that's like... His full name or In English, whatever. John White, which makes him sound like one of the characters in Cluedo. Yeah, he's definitely uh, under some kind of alias there. Colonna Sewer. What is that? <laughs> Does he like colonies? I think he likes cologne. Oh, cologne. <laughs> I read it as I heard it in my mind and spelt it in my mind as like a colonna sewer. Like he's really into he loves falling colonies. colonies. Thing, yeah. I wasn't even thinking ants. I was like, is he f- like... He's on the frontier or something? I mean, that would be a job. Yeah. He's not doing Frontiersman that. Frontiersman job. He's just a... Uh, he likes cologne. He knows a lot about expensive cologne. Yeah, no, not a job. He works probably in like a fragrance stand. I don't even think that's the case. I think he oh. just like... Enjoys them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was thinking he was like the Priceline guy, which if, uh, if you don't know what that is, it's like a... Drugstore, yeah, pharmacy, which is a job. makeup store. It's not like a super prestigious one, no. but 
I, I don't. I. I thought they were jazzing up cashier guy at makeup drugstore. No, nah, I didn't. I watched the first episode. I didn't get that impression. He just talked a lot about expensive cologne. Okay. Mm. How's he affording it? He doesn't have to. He just likes it. <laughs> Who knows? And uh, finally, Camille, social media participant. Yeah, no. <laughs> That's not <laughs> job. That's everyone. Yeah. You can't not be that. Even the pro footballers got that job. Yeah. I think that's like one of the most tenuous we've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, that's a struggle. Social media participant. Yeah. Well, okay. It's just like human being on yeah, Earth. Yeah, that's right. From this timeline. Yeah. yeah. So thanks everyone for listening. This has been another episode of Insane Ramblings. You can email me ben at insaneramblings.net. You can get me vicky at insaneramblings.net. Podcast at insaneramblings.net will also find us. You can get us on Facebook, facebook.com slash insaneramblings. There's little clips there to share. Uh, there's behind the scenes stuff. You'll know when all the episodes come out. Pics and all that kind of stuff. And jump on iTunes where you can rate, review and subscribe to the podcast. So it's automatically downloaded to your iPhone, whatever you use Yeah, so please spread the word to your friends. The best thing you can do is let people know that you listen and that you like it. Uh, Me. I'm in. (laughs) I've changed the ending. Mm, Wow. (laughs) Dignified. My dick didn't even. <laughs> what, because it never comes off? <laughs> no. What are you doing? <laughs> what do you mean? I'm trying to work out the similarity there. Oh, no, I'm just more like, if that's what you think of condoms. Uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not constantly wearing one just for, you know, who knows what happens. Not even wearing one, but wearing the same one since... Like, <laughs> forever. The first time I slid one on. And <laughs> Never off. I call it my lucky condom. <laughs> oh, that's so disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good mic check. <laughs> Insane ramblings.